0: The police chief in Chicago is furious Well, the police superintendent, Eddie Johnson, who announced these charges against Smollett in the first place. If you're just turning on the radio, the Chicago DA, the state attorney, Kim Fox, who had recused herself from this case, has just announced that charges against Jussie Smollett have been dropped and the police were not consulted. They didn't know. He has paid them $10,000. She's saying, well, he was only going to get community service if he was found guilty. He's already done some great community service. And so we are dropping the charges, and his record will be expunged. And uh, this just happened uh, moments ago this morning. This was revealed about 30, 45 minutes ago. And what we're told is that the police chief... Eddie Johnson is, a police superintendent, is furious. He was not given a heads up that uh, that this was going to happen. It appears, folks, at best that I have been able to determine, and I have been immersed in this ever since it happened, it appears that this has nothing to do with being a defect in the evidence. It has nothing to do with the fact that what he was accused of being or doing didn't happen or that they can't prove it. It rather appears to be, as my friend Andy McCarthy referred to it moments ago on Fox, as an act of mercy on the part of the district attorney deciding he'd been through enough that he had paid $10,000. He's already performed significant amounts of wonderful work for the community of Chicago and so they are just deciding to, uh, to drop charges. Smollett's team is now at the microphone. We're going to jip this when he speaks because it's it'll be interesting to see how he plays this. If he If he is contrite and apologizes for all of the grief, because remember, he mailed phony letters to himself. And that is a federal crime. And, you know, I don't know what the feds were going to do in this case, if they were even involved in it. But the state charges have been totally dropped and they will never appear on his record. But not because they couldn't prove it and not because he didn't do it, but rather apparently because he's already paid a significant price. $10,000 and community service. So it was... Obviously some kind of a massive negotiation between Smollett's lawyers and the state attorney, district attorney in Chicago, Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox is the name. And I was confused about this because she recused herself from this case at some point. Now she's back in it. I don't know how that happens, but uh, still a lot to, uh, to figure out about this. but once folks, this is the kind of thing that actually uh, encourages people to believe that there's a two-tier justice system, and that people who have status or money or access somehow have a better shot in front of the justice system than uh, than other people. And this follows one day after this fiasco of the Mueller investigation was exposed for what it is. And about which there is going to be much more today. Because this by no means should in any way, shape, manner or form considered to be over. This, and by the a lot of people calling for this now, and I am flattered as I addressed this yesterday, look at the counterintelligence apparatus of this country was utilized. And from the Obama administration, every one of these people, has ties back to the Obama administration, every damned one of them, except for Mueller. And even he could be said to have some ties. But all the FBI leadership and Brennan and Clapper, all these people are from the Obama administration and from the Obama counterintelligence uh, uh, apparatus or series of agencies. And every one of these people deserves to be examined and investigated to find out who started this, whose idea it was, when it actually was given life, and of course, how much did Obama know and when did he know it? And I am not trying to use a cliche and I'm not trying to be provocative. This literally needs to happen. This was a coup. It was an ongoing coup. It had multiple purposes. Its primary purpose was to reverse the election results of 2016, however they could do it, forcing Trump to resign, impeachment, you name it. The second purpose of this investigation was to cover up what these people had done.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Let's join Smollett because he's speaking. The incredible people of Chicago... Right, and all over the country and the world who have prayed for me, who have supported me, who have shown me so much love.
0: Oh, here we go.
1: No one will ever know how much everybody. that has meant to me, and I will forever be grateful. I want you to know that not for a moment was it in vain. I have been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I have been accused of. Uh-huh. Okay. This has been an incredibly difficult time, Honestly, one of the worst of my entire life, How pitiful. but I'm a man of faith and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history and I would not bring my family, our lives or the movement through a fire like this. I just would Except wouldn't. you did. So I want to thank my legal counsel from the bottom of my heart. And I would also like to thank the state of Illinois for attempting to do what's right. Uh-huh. okay. Well, now I'd like nothing more than to just get back to work and move on with my life But make no mistakes, I will always continue to fight for the justice, equality, and betterment of marginalized people everywhere. So again, thank you for all the support. Thank you for faith. And thank you to God. Bless y'all. Thank you very much. Uh,
0: Well, okay, there you go. Get rid of that. So we didn't get what some people thought Smollett should do. That he should have apologized. Maybe not apologize if he doesn't want to admit that the whole thing was made up. But apologize for the hassle. Apologize for what happened, what he put the community through because of this. But there wasn't any of that. He continued to portray himself as a victim here. So now the question's gonna begin: why did they actually drop the charges? The police superintendent didn't know. Not only not just dropping the charges, they're expunging the record. There will be no record of this. Whatsoever. Now, there's a message that's being sent here with this. Let us be bold and let us be truthful here. Any leftist activist, to whatever degree deranged and imbalanced, egged on by people like Maxine Waters, can now fake hate crimes against Trump supporters. They can then claim a fake lynching by Trump supporters. They can then lie to the police. Then they can lie to the media, then they can lie to the American people, they can cause a media frenzy against Trump supporters, they can plead not guilty, and apparently walk away scot-free. Can you say leftist privilege in the Cook County legal system? This kid faked a hate crime against Trump supporters because he didn't like his cut of $125,000 per episode. And it's more than that. The guy is a leftist political activist. Then he lied to the police. So what happened? What and which officials in Chicago played a role in wiping this off the books? How did this happen? Justice Smollett says he's going to fight for equality. Isn't it now clear that some people are more equal than others? So here he is portray- continuing to portray himself as a victim. You know I, I it's, it's, you see folks, this stuff doesn't end. You think that you win something real big, like uh, the Mueller report coming out, and then it's only a few short hours or days later that you are, and we are, reminded that there aren't any lasting victories, that it is an ongoing battle. Smollett has up until now continued to claim that he didn't lie, that everything he said happened. Why should he get mercy? Well, according to what we've been able to learn, he's getting mercy because the Cook County state attorney thought that he wouldn't get any more than community service, a first time offender. They're going to keep the $10,000 he paid, whatever that was for Dale or or what have you. Uh, I, wonder, I wonder if, and I'm just speculating here with my mind freely flowing as an American, I'm wondering if anybody in Chicago, once this trial began, if anybody feared civil unrest, I wonder if they were concerned that they might lose control of the city when the trial began, who knows. Uh, we don't know who all was involved in that, the actual decision of dropping the charges, but, uh, but there it is. The key for me in this is the Chicago Police Superintendent, Eddie Johnson, who went on national TV to detail the evidence, to detail the commission of the crime, to express his personal disgust over this episode and why it was committed and by whom and for what reasons. He was not consulted. He found out about this just like you and I. Via the media, he probably got a flash phone call. Hey, superintendent, they're dropping charges against the Empire guy. What? He had no idea. Smollett did not apologize for anything he's put people through. Continues to portray himself as a, as a victim here, so. I wonder how much more we're gonna learn as this unfolds. We'll find out just how persistent the media is or whether or not they feel like celebrating this. What are you what are you saying to me in there? Hmm. What what communities would it what? Oh if the trial had been allowed to proceed, what two communities would have been hurt? Uh well what what two are you thinking of? African American, right? But Democrats as well. Is that the second thing you're thinking? Uh yeah, yeah, it'd be tough. A trial where somebody actually convicted of falsely accusing people of being uh, Trump supporters of doing yeah. That's what I say I think the, the the idea of public unrest, uh riots, whatever you want to call them, might be a factor, but we're just we're just speculating here. The fact of the matter remains that it does appear that there is a two-tier justice system here and that the reason the charges were dropped have nothing to do with the fact that they're not true. Let's go back to Chicago and Jussie Smollett. Smollett insists that he told the truth. Even though there is video all over the Internet of the two Nigerian guys buying the mugging supplies with a $3,200 check for mugging supplies that Smollett wrote. The rope, the bleach, and the red hat. There is store surveillance video of this. The superintendent of police in Chicago went out and faced the nation on national television detailing the charges, expressing his disgust with Smollett, and not understanding why somebody in such a successful position would dare do something like this. Not only to his own people, but to the city of Chicago. So Smollett comes out today and says, I'm not lying. A, stand by everything I said. Well, uh, let's see. If Smollett insists that he told the truth, then what does that mean? Well, that means the Chicago police are lying. That means that the superintendent, Eddie Johnson, is lying. But it doesn't just mean that. It means that the Chicago police must be corrupt as hell. And that the state attorney for Cook County, Kim Fox, decided she had to clean it up by dropping all the charges because for some reason the Chicago police are corrupt. So I guess Kim Fox and others at the state attorney's office in Cook County would rather have it look like the police tried to frame Jussie Smollett rather than put Jussie Smollett on trial. I mean, that's the inescapable conclusion of this. The state attorney, state attorney's office, Cook County, has decided it's better for the cops to look corrupt, for the police superintendent to appear to be a liar making it all up, And have it look like the cops framed this poor guy rather than put Smollett on trial. You know how great this is, given how many minorities already believe the police are out to get them, like Colin Kaepernick and all the others? Thanks to the Black Lives Matter movement, now the Black Lives Matter movement has been been basically stuck up for here. It's been validated. The Chicago police are corrupt. They are liars. They had it in for this guy is how this must appear. Now, reverse the situation. Imagine if a white Trump supporter had staged a hate crime on himself by a couple of black guys. And imagine that there was video surveillance of the black guys buying the stuff necessary to beat up the white Trump supporter. And then they discovered that it was a hoax. And he was unrepentant. Would the Chicago, Cook County, state attorney have given this mythical character any mercy? So this police superintendent has to be livid over the choice made by the DA or the state's attorney's office in Cook County. They'd rather it appear the cops are corrupt. Hey, look, they're not telling us why. They're not telling us why the charges are dropped, so people are having to speculate here. But it doesn't appear that the charges were dropped because they can't prove them. It appears to be an act of mercy by Kim Fox, who had recused herself because she knows some people involved. She knows somebody who knows Smollett. Now she's somehow back involved. Here is uh, Matthew in Las Vegas. You're up first and it's great to have you. Hi.
2: Hey, Rush. Mega from Las Vegas, Nevada. How you doing? I'm good, sir. Thank you much. I think that this Smollett thing is nothing more than a tit for tat. You see CNN already talking about white supremacy. You mentioned that Mueller's white, Trump's white. This is a typical Chicago mentality. What do you think? You mean, let me
0: see, uh, translate that. You think? Let me <laughs> Let me put this in my words. I'm going to tell you how I heard what you just said. You just say yes or no, okay? Okay. The state attorney in Cook County hates Donald Trump and cannot stand the fact that Mueller came back with no collusion and that there wasn't any obstruction, and that Trump is going to get away scot-free. And if Trump's going to get away with it, then the hell if Smollett's going to jail, we're not going to put the black guy in jail if Trump's getting away with it. And so the state attorney, Chicago, says, screw this, and drops the charges against Smollett because she's so ticked off that Mueller found nothing on Trump. Is that what you're saying?
2: 100% absolutely. This is the way these Momo liberals think.
0: Well, I have to...
2: exactly the way
0: they think. Well, look, folks uh before you discount this and I, you know sensible people might oh, come on it could we're talking today about the modern incarnation of not just the democrat party but the extreme depths to which the american left has plunged i think it's entirely possible i think that it is, I, th- you, you, I have tried over the course of the past two years to tell people how vitriolic and how personal is the hatred for Donald Trump by people on the left. It's beyond rational comprehension. The depth of hatred they harbor, and they've harbored it and is built every day for two years. And they have been led to believe by their trusted sources that Trump is history that Mueller's going to get the goods, that Trump stole the election, that it was Hillary's. And then the Mueller report comes out. I, I, I cannot tell you, I do not have the human ability to describe for you the utter devastation and disappointment and rage and anger some of these people felt. And if this DA, the state's attorney, Kim Fox, is one of these never-Trumpers that despises and hates him, I can totally see her in a fit of pique saying, "I'll be damned if this cracker, if this Trump, is going to get away with it and just let Smollett go as a matter of spite." I wouldn't wouldn't doubt that. We are learning more, as is understandable and predictable, about people involved in the decision in Chicago. The Cook County State's Attorney's Office, Kim Fox is the state attorney here who has dropped charges against the actor Jussie Smollett. I want to read to you from the official biography on Fox uh, under a section in which she is described to have undertaken substantial reform. Fox's accomplishments include overhauling the state attorney's office's conviction integrity unit resulting in overturned convictions in over 20 cases, including the first-ever mass exoneration in Cook County for 15 men whose convictions stemmed from misconduct by a Chicago police officer. Now, what can we glean from this? Well, that she may have a problem with the cops. And, of course, if you are... uh, Leftist, you probably do have problems with the cops. She also, in addition to not liking the cops, she doesn't like ICE. Kimberly Fox urged Chicagoans who want to show their support for immigrants to escort witnesses to court and do what they can to put their bodies in front of immigration and customs enforcement agents trying to seize illegal immigrants. not this whole Cook County state attorney was advocating for Chicago citizens to shield and protect illegal immigrants from being apprehended by immigration and customs enforcement agents. And then there is this from the Chicago Sun Times. Former Michelle Obama aide and Smollett relative reached out to Kim Fox. Well, would we be surprised to learn the Obamas might be involved in this? I wouldn't. Police union wants federal investigation into Kim Fox's handling of a case after she exchanged texts with Smollett's relatives. Just days after Jussie Smollett told Chicago police. He had fought off a pair of attackers who targeted him in an apparent hate crime. Cook County State's attorney, Kim Fox, tried to persuade Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson to turn the investigation over to the FBI. You remember that? She wanted the FBI to handle this. The same FBI that ran this scam investigation of Donald Trump. Kimberly Fox, or Kim Fox's call to Eddie Johnson, came after an influential supporter of the Empire actor, reached out to Fox personally. This person is Tina Chen, T-C-H-E-N, a Chicago attorney and former chief of staff for former first lady Michelle Mybelle Obama. This is according to emails and text messages provided by Fox to the Chicago Sun-Times in response to a public records request. So, translating this, Kim Fox asked Eddie Johnson, tried to persuade Eddie Johnson to turn the investigation over to the FBI after he had detailed the evidence and his own disgust at this crime and how it wasted the resources of the city of Chicago. He didn't talk about the damage that had been done to Trump or Trump supporters, but he did refer to all of the insulting damage and costs to the city of Chicago. So Kim Fox tries to get the police superintendent, turn the case over to the FBI after she gets a call from Tina Chen, a Chicago attorney, former chief of staff for former First Lady Michelle Maybel Obama. You think they still got contacts in the FBI at the Obama uh, apparatus here? So this babe, former chief of staffer Michelle Mybel Obama, calls Kim Fox trying to get the case moved over to the FBI. And now the police union wants a federal investigation into how she's handled this. Because she also exchanged text messages with relatives of Jussie Smollett. And finally, I mentioned this in the in the opening hour, you know, part of this crime is mail fraud. He mailed threatening letters to himself. He mailed threatening letters to the studio where Empire is produced in Chicago. And when that didn't get the desired reaction, because what Smollett wanted, he wanted the producers and the executives at Fox and at Empire to see this threatening letter to him, threatening damage, threatening to harm him, maybe kill him. He wanted that to be publicized, and they didn't publicize it. And by the way, for the record, most of these kinds of things never do get publicized because you don't want to give the people doing this any notoriety or fame. But Smollett was upset, so he wrote another letter, this one to himself. In an attempt to gain, well, this is mail fraud, and that is a federal crime. And uh, Fox News is reporting today the FBI is still looking into Jussie Smollett, allegedly sending himself a death threat letter through the mail. A spokesperson for the FBI uh, said no comment, but the -the off-the-record response was that there is still a serious examination of this. Uh, We still have people who want to weigh in on this. I'm going to go to the phones now because I don't want to move from here to the updates on the Mueller investigation and go to the phones in a few minutes and have people talking about Smollett. So let's stick with the subject at hand. We have John here on the phone from the south side of Chicago. I'm glad you called. I'm glad you got through. How are you, sir?
2: Thanks, sir. And Rush, um, welcome. This is Chicago, where ballot harvesting was created. Anyway, (laughs) Rush, um, I'm surprised this one got past you. Uh, The superintendent now of the Chicago Police Department, he is appointed by the mayor. He is the mayor's hand-picked person. This whole thing doesn't pass the smell test. He's not elected, and he's he's given his talking points by the mayor's office on what to say on every high-profile case.
0: Wait a minute now. Wait, whoa, whoa. So when Eddie Johnson, the superintendent, went out and detailed the crime and expressed his disgust, correct? At Smollett, that Smollett—that was actually Rahm
2: Emanuel dictating to him, correct? And I—I I, I thought he was just trying because he's going to be out of office in a couple of months. He—I thought he was—he was just trying to network himself out there to be the next police chief somewhere else. But, but I spoke with a Northwestern law professor, and he goes, you know why he did that? I said, yeah, he's trying to find a new job. He said, no, he's trying to damage the case. They don't want to see him go. And the more he talks about it, the more he goes on Good Morning America, George Stephanopoulos' um, network there, the more he goes on NBC and talks about it, the more it, it damages the case, and where a change of venue or a change of uh, jury, if it went that way, was going to be needed. You follow, you follow. Yeah, yeah,
0: I follow that. So, but, but take me back to the beginning of this. So the motivation, who, so you're saying that Rahm Emanuel tells Eddie Johnson to go on TV, start talking about this case, corrupt the jury, the case, pollute the jury pool, do everything you can to damage the case. Correct. Because we don't want this case. So Eddie Johnson was just following orders. He wasn't telling us what he thinks he was, he was saying what, what Emanuel wanted him to say, at which I guess we're to conclude from you that Rahm Emanuel wanted the case they have to be dropped or go away.
2: Well, I'll, I, obviously we don't have the empirical evidence, but I'll, I'll let you use your imagination on this one. Who has access to Ron, Obama and Hillary. Whoever, some, whoever Smollett's connected to. This was, gonna, this, was, this was a way for them to get rid of it. It was heading in that direction. Now, Kim Fox, who's a scumbag state's attorney from the get-go, um, just got rid of it just now. And the reason being is because there are many, many, many bogus, case reports out there in the city of Chicago and not enough manpower to follow up. So, so
0: you don't think that Eddie Johnson's really livid about this because no. he's just been following orders all along, and this it, is how he gets his next job. Exactly.
2: Exactly. That's what—that's where I was going with this. Um, but then the Northwestern Law professor. Well,
0: if that's true, then Eddie Johnson is good. This guy, went, at his press conferences, he made everybody believe that he was personally offended by this. That he was seriously disgusted by it.
2: Yep. Now, now, you're the one that taught us this, Rush. It doesn't pass the smell test. Self-appointed, Rahm Emanuel, uh, police superintendent, and he's going to come up like this? No. No way. And especially with the amount of activists that he put in hiring. To, uh, that he. Well, then
0: why wouldn't, when, when Kim
2: Fox drops the charges then... Okay. Why wouldn't she dump on the police server? To look, and
0: I can't take this case forward. The cops have been out there polluting my case and destroying it. They've, they've screwed up in jury pool. They've, they've convinced everybody the defendant is guilty. It's a miscarriage. Why wouldn't she say that instead of just letting everybody speculate like we're doing here? Well, she still
2: may. She still may. She's not going to go after Eddie Johnson because the, the, they circled the wagons among the powerful. But she will go after the, the investigators or the police that took the original case report and that type of thing. But she won't go after she won't go after the superintendent. She'll go after those who did the research on it. She'll go after them, if that makes sense to you.
0: So you're telling us that the nature of the evidence here is irrelevant and it's gonna be erased and it's not ever gonna see the light of day again. And that's why Smollett doesn't apologize. That's why he can continue to go out there and insist he didn't do it because he's gonna be backed up
2: all the way to the mayor's office and maybe
0: to the office of Michelle my Belle
2: Obama. Now, we are speculating on that, but if the feds do get involved, I would love for them, love for them to put a warrant out on Kim Fox's phone and, and get a hold of that, and then the truth, then the truth will be there.
0: Now, look, at, we're really going far afield here.
2: Well, that's just it, but remember, there are thousands upon thousands of bogus case reports here in Chicago, and, the, and if this is Smollett's first offense, Uh, Nothing's happened to those thousands. Wait
0: a minute. Now, are you are you saying that you think the case report here may be bogus? Yes, absolutely. Wait, you're saying that you you think Smollett
2: may not have done this? Absolutely, he didn't do it. No, he he did. I mean, he did create a phony story, and he notified the police, and in doing so, he made a bogus case report.
0: Oh, okay. The case report's real, based on what he said. He did lie about it. He did make this all up. Okay, you're, you're yeah. not you're not saying that it's that stacked against him.
2: No, and, and absolutely. And what's going? What should happen to, some, to a first-time offender who makes a bogus case report? Something that happens to other people who made a bogus case report here in Chicago? Nothing. So, and that's that's all. That's all you basically have. But Rush, I got I got to invite you. You got to come down to Chicago and straighten some people out around here. I mean, it's getting crazy.
0: <laughs> but
2: you started the call saying, you can't believe how I missed this.
0: So I, how, I, how
2: in the hell can I straighten anything out <laughs> if I'm such an idiot that I didn't see this? No, no one's calling you an idiot. You're about as sharp as they come, my guy. All right. Let me review this because yes.
0: y- you're saying, you say bogus case report. I hear something different in the way you're using it. Okay. When I hear bogus case report, I'm seeing, I'm hearing that somebody lied on the case report. Correct. Okay. Well... But you're saying Smollett did the deed. He faked the attack. He paid the two guys to go buy the mugging supplies. Everything. He, so why is his? Why is why is the case report bogus? Because
2: the event never happened. The, the incident never happened. It's something that he drummed up and just concocted in his head. But then it's not the case report that's bogus. It's Smollett that's bogus. Correct. But the amount of the amount of case reports that are out there, that are frivolous, that, are, that, that never really occurred in the city, are in the thousands. And nothing happened to those people who did those case reports. So why should anything happen to Smollett? And that's what Kim Fox, I believe, is basing her judgment on. But I'm, I'm speculating here. Do you follow my train of thought on that?
0: Yeah, I think mostly
2: mostly I do. Um, I think but, bro- but don't wh- kid yourself with the superintendent. He is wired deep, as deep can come, to the Democratic way of doing things.
0: Okay, then answer me this. Okay. Admittedly, we are speculating, but you seem to have an uh, experienced insider's knowledge of the Chicago way. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, what would be the interest from, let's just say, Michelle Obama? We know that that her former chief of staff made a phone call to Fox, so we know that that she's involved here. We know they tried to get the case transferred to the FBI. Now you tell us that Eddie Johnson is not who we think he is, that he is actually out there corrupting the case by being so public about the details, uh, creating a biased jury in the process, a jury pool. Why are all these people so interested in Smollett not being charged and getting away with this?
2: Because he reached out for a favor. Whoever he sent his contacts to reach out to the powerful people, he's looking for a favor. He's looking to maintain, rather, his job. He's looking to maintain his status in society, and he doesn't need—he uh, doesn't need a criminal case on him.
0: What can Smollett offer Michelle Obama? What can Smollett offer Kim Fox? You say he reached out for a favor. That yeah. means he's got to pay it somehow.
2: Well, again, um, perhaps. However, I don't know what he has to offer. I, um, that I, I don't know. But in those circles, if someone asks you for a favor, they try to. You know, uh, take care of it, and that's all. That's all I see this as. Right, so
0: it is a two-tier justice system in uh, it, it, not just in, in Washington, but you're describing one in Chicago too, where money and fame and power have uh, greater access than people that don't have any of those things.
2: Correct. Correct. They're not going to burn you to a stake if you're if you're a Hollywood uh, actor. They will if you're a priest or a policeman or a politician. So.
0: Or a radio talk show host.
2: Well, yeah, but I still think you could come over here and straighten a few people out. We need you to. Well, I would love to. I, I, <laughs> look, at I appreciate the call very hey, much, John. Hey, Rush, just so you know, I'm involved in Cook County. I'm a Cook County sheriff. I've been involved in law enforcement for a while, so this is where all this is coming from.
0: I understand. So. I know you, You're speaking with great experience and authority here. That's why That's why I'm querying you further, because I want to intiene. I want to comprende. Uh what you're saying. I have no doubt that you speak from insider first-hand experience. We gotta go. Gotta take a break. We'll be back and continue in a moment. And I gotta tell you, folks, if if, if I'm wrong about this, I so admired that Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson, and I, I, I find it so difficult to believe that he was simply carrying out orders from the mayor's office. Uh, I understand people thinking that he may have uh... Presented problems getting a fair jury by going out and being so definitive in what happened. But I thought the guy was great, and I'll be forever disappointed if that assessment turns out to be incorrect. I'm serious of it. I really had great admiration for him. But, you know, it is, it is just just—it's incredible. The left will not give up their hoaxes. Smollett was attacked because Trump doesn't like him and African-Americans because Trump is a racist and because Trump is a Nazi. Trump colluded with the Russians because Trump sucks, because Trump is a a cheater and a thief and who knows what else. This is why I call myself the mayor of Realville. These people live in a world where men can call themselves women, women can call themselves men, and everybody else has to agree with their hoaxes against science and nature, or else they're going to come for you and try to wipe you out. And they're becoming distant and more distant daily from reality. They create these hoaxes, they create these alternative universes, and then they live in them. And they live in them for so long, they become one and the same. They end up believing the lies and the hoaxes that they construct to explain their failures, to explain their defeats. Then they create hoaxes about the planet being in peril because of 5% of the world's population, the United States of America. Tough to keep up with this kind of irrationality.